everyone, and welcome back to the Be Well podcast. I am your host, Isabella Galan, and in today's episode, I want to take a second and talk about our inner child. Now, my mom has talked to me about talking to your inner child before, but I realized that some people might not know what that is. So um, the definition of an inner child is kind of like the childlike aspects of ourselves, what we've learned as a child before puberty, a part of our subconscious that picks up messages before we were able to fully process what we were going on mentally and emotionally. And there it holds emotions and memories and beliefs from the past and some of our hopes and dreams of the future at the time, of course. And there is a lot of healing that we can do and connecting that we can do to really help us grow and help the you of the present um, move forward and understand how our past helps us move forward. Um, And it takes work and we need to remember to talk to our inner child and to heal our inner child because there may have been some searching that they were looking for that they were confused about or maybe caused a lot of personal stress or trauma of some sorts and we now can help heal that and so talking to the inner child helps us realize who we have become today and we can all tap into our inner child in so many different ways we can remember to keep an open mind um, spend time with children sometimes well at least for me I work at the little gym so I am a gymnastics coach for children mostly elementary schoolers, but sometimes preschoolers. And seeing them interact with each other is so fulfilling. It reminds me so much of when I was younger because I was always dancing around the house and things. And whenever I'm at work, I just feel so happy. It kind of feels like everything around me, like the real world fades away when I'm with the kids. And that's what talking to our inner child and tapping into it can do for us. So if you want to tap into it to kind of like regain that sense of kind of carelessness and that wonder that children have, it's important that we spend some time with them and reconnect with that feeling of pure joy without a care in the world, without responsibilities. Um, Another thing you can do is look back at old photos and talk about the memories that you've had with those photos. I, again, I do this a lot, not even consciously like I just sometimes just scroll through my photos and look back at all the memories of myself and it helps me realize how far I've come and I think that's what's truly beautiful about tapping into your inner child um I have seen the growth tremendously from year to year not only from when I was a child to now but each month as I grow and being able to look back on it and recognize some of the struggles that I may have faced during that time period some of the internal thoughts that plagued my mind that truly did not need to be there. Whether it was about my appearance, how back then I kept criticizing myself, but then now I look back and it's like, why would you ever say that? Like, you look beautiful and perfect. Why did you think about yourself like that? And it helps me realize now when I catch myself doing those things again, I can stop the cycle from continuing Because we're all meant to develop and grow. And being able to talk to yourself is truly a big step in the relationships you heal with your own mental health. Because 
you yourself, you're your biggest critic. I've heard that from everywhere and I 100% believe it because I am so critical on myself even when it is totally unnecessary. But by connecting to our inner child when we didn't care about our appearance, the way we looked. I know when I was like three years old, I put, I said, mom, dress me in whatever you want. Yeah, just put me in something big and poofy. I wasn't caring about how much I weighed or about what kind of food I ate or um, how I looked in a picture and it truly didn't matter then. So sometimes looking back on that can help us heal the relationship we have with um, some of the more material things that kind of plague us or the societal um, views and standpoints that kind of overwhelm us at times. And we can just separate and detach even for five minutes that can bring back that joy and um, that playfulness that is missing in our lives sometimes. When we get older, everything's become so serious. I've seen this in high school so much. It's where do you want to go to school? Um, what do you want to study? What are your grades? What scholarships are you applying for? And it's all just so serious that I love just coming home sometimes and just getting to be a goofball, letting myself break that guard down. And my mom helps me do this a lot. We have a lot of fun together, um, just being completely silly and laughing and dancing like no one's watching. And it. I think that also comes from just doing that when I was younger too. Now that I'm talking about it out loud, it brings back the memories of me dancing um, to positive, like they were kind of like positive affirmation songs in a sense. And it would be say words like joy is the key. And, um, I would repeat these words and the songs over and over and over again. And I'm so grateful looking back at it that even though I didn't consciously know what that meant when I was singing joy is the key, like that is so deep. And I was like four years old singing these songs at the top of my lungs in the car in the kitchen just dancing in my mom's apron and because she knew about how much those positive affirmations they would affect me in the long run now I look back at it and it's like all because of those steps that I took even when I didn't even think about it like it was subconscious it was already built in me I think that's one of the reasons why I feel so open to talking about these things because I know it can be a struggle for some people to open up, um, and that's okay. Everyone's on their own journey, but I think being able to have that confidence and that sense of self-affirmation from a really young age has been something that's made me, me, and made me really, really passionate about bringing awareness about mental health and bringing awareness about being kind to yourself and not taking yourself too seriously. And that's what our inner child does for us. We engage in laughter, playful, and spending time doing things that we really, really enjoy. Because when we're younger, we just do things to do it. We do what we want to do without a care in the world. And I think that sometimes we need to bring that back every once in a while. Not neglect all of our responsibilities. I'm not telling you to drop out of school or don't go to work or anything. But just... Being able to connect with that inner child, I think, is really, really sweet and is something that I feel like not a lot of people know about. I learned about it through my mom um, when we would go on walks and she did her own research on it, too. And I haven't thought about it in a really long time, actually, if I'm going to be really transparent. And then I was recording um, and then all of a sudden it popped in my head 
about talking to your past self. And then when I was doing some research about it, I was like, wait a minute, this is like your inner child. This is what I can talk about. And it's so crazy how things work out the way they're meant to be. And as in some previous episodes I've done too, where I go in being like, yep, I'm going to talk about this and it's going to be great. And then 20 minutes in, I find out like, "Mm, actually, this is going in a completely different direction. And I am going to completely change my whole train of thought and start over. And it ends up being better than I could have ever imagined. That was kind of like this week's episode. And I think it relates into the theme perfectly of your inner child. It's not being so uptight about the way we go about things. I used to be so rigid. Well, I still am kind of rigid. (laughs) I understand where that comes in. But I've definitely grown and I've matured a lot from that and been able to let loose a bit as I've been able to become more comfortable with myself and how I live my own life. Um, But connecting to that inner child helps us release that sense of tension and rigidness and just to be free and open to the idea of change and spontaneity and it truly has allowed me to feel more free in who I am I don't think I've ever recorded an episode smiling this much thinking about my younger self I just in my mind just keeps flashing like photos and memories of me when I was younger all the pictures my grandma took of me and it it's made me feel so happy and everybody deserves to have that chance of happiness with connecting with their younger self so that's what I want you to do this week for this week's episode I want you to you can write a letter to your inner child you can just have a conversation look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself positive words of affirmations give your younger self positive words of affirmations what you wish they would know to know that it's going to be okay and that you are in an amazing place. The fact that you're working on yourself and striving to be better, it's really inspiring and you should be so proud of yourself and I know your younger self would be proud of you too. Thank you for listening into this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, as well as on Instagram at the Be Well Podcast. And enjoy that talk with your inner child. Go have fun. And remember that you're always a kid at heart. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.